Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 314, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a yeah. production of iHeartRadio. Yup. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> this yep. is a podcast where we take a deep dive into American Share Consciousness, and it is Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Come and Hop on Our Pod. Come and Hop on Our Pod. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the takes are all hot and fresh and new. Daily Zeitgeist for you. That is courtesy of Elise with the Hot Takes, who says, because the Three's Company theme has been stuck in my head for days, she's going to spread that mind virus to the rest of us. Anyways, thank you, Elise. Great, AKA. And I'm thrilled to be joined in our second seat by one of the very faces on Mount Zeitmore, a hilarious and brilliant producer and TV writer. You know him from the Yo Is This Racist podcast. It's Andrew T. And AKA Andrew T. Thousand's album, New Blue Sun. I'm in Atlanta right now. So <laughs> it's on my mind. Andrew T. Thousand. It doesn't, yes. it kind of doesn't make sense, but it Not sort really. of makes a little sense. Yes. I love it. Have you been listening? <laughs> I did the other night actually, but it was I really one. I love it. I it was a love it. It was a very passive listen. Yes. So Which is, it's meant to be listened to passively. Yeah. I just did my second listen today and really loved it. I was like, oh, these are like getting like oh. getting better. Yeah. So here's here's the thing with me is that like I put it on when I was I, I had some folks over for dinner uh, a couple days ago, and <laughs> I put it on, but I I like. You know, and once Spotify got to the end, it just continues playing other flutes, you know, like like similar other music. flute music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just didn't realize when it started and when it began. So I could not tell you if I like it or I liked some. Oh, yeah. You know, or you liked some right. other thing. 
the, like a middle school flute recital. I liked what <laughs> the algorithm generated off of it. Like the whole experience over a few hours was very good. So I assume yes. I like it. There you go. I well, programmatically Andrew, like it. Yes. We are thrilled to be joined yes. in our third and fourth season. What? Yes, it's one of those. The studio those. is cramped. Look at the studio is crammed. It's sweaty. Uh, we're all just elbow to elbow in here. They're the hosts of the podcast Celebrity Book Club. There are times when I, I'm doing research for the guest and I start listening to their podcast or their stand-up special and I can't stop. <laughs> and that's what happened to me this morning. So good news, bad news. Good news, great guests. Bad news, my takes in the news section are going to be really half-baked because I spent the morning listening to their Britney Spears episode. Please welcome Stephen Phillips Horst and Lily Murata! Hello. Hello. What's up, guys? Wow, you. you flatter. Yeah, you the really show's do. so good. It's Thank so you fun. so much. Oh we my try. God, I'm a listener now. Yeah, join the club. Join the hundreds of people who listen to our podcast <laughs> every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I learned so much about Brittany. Not that, yeah, it was just you, you guys are really fun to listen to talk about Brittany. And I, I feel like there's always people who read celebrity books and like celebrity autobiographies like always come away with great stories so i'm, I'm looking forward to kind of digging in these There's are the stories yeah. we need to tell our grandchildren that's yeah. why we do it just to you know keep Around the generations the informed table. Yes. you know little giant is gonna be on my knees we say daddy or i guess granddaddy <laughs> mm -hmm. tell me more about that bestseller from 2023 i'll be like well gather around children yeah and it's not always <laughs> like the big zeitgeist. Like your your most recent episode, I guess, is the uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Is yeah, that... we like to yeah. switch it up. You know, when everyone zigs, we like to zag. But sometimes That's you right. have to zig when everyone else is zigging. Otherwise, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, she she used to be a zeitgeist person, but yeah, so no, we like sure. to you know bring former zeitgeist people <laughs> back, back into the bring geist for a second. Yeah, re regeist right. them. That's right. Regeist. Yeah. <laughs> and the good news is this week, the media tries to make it so that no news happens on purpose this week, I guess. They really like clear the decks so the people at TMZ can be home with their families or whatever. I do. I do still remember Tiger Woods getting like, didn't he have a thing over Thanksgiving holiday where he like got caught drunk driving or like that? Was that the, the big, the big Tiger It was like crash? the first... The, yeah, it was the first one where it was like, oh, Tiger Woods gets drunk and he was like blacked out. And the like, I don't know, there, there was something with a car and him like passing out and getting hit in the head with something. Yeah, no, it's, I think one. his wife hit him with a golf the car. club oh, with a golf club yes. with a golf club because she found out he cheated. And uh, I mean, it's like, what's lying around the house. Like, yeah, what right, are you going right. to hit Tiger Woods with? That's right. it's just a bat. Like that'd be crazy. You have that's to what they were eating their Thanksgiving dinner with was just various golf clubs. That's what they use at the table. And then, of course, the uh, JFK assassination, the which was the Tiger Woods getting hit with a golf club of a previous generation. You know, everybody remembers where they were. But all right, well, we're gonna get to know you guys a little bit better. My and mom gets to know you guys. Yeah, you know. I, I will say my mom's obsessed with telling this story about how she remembers 
where she was when JFK was assassinated, she always says, and the nuns wheeled in the televisions. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, they all watched Walter Concrete or whatever. But that would sort of suggest that they weren't all gathered around the turkey table. It was the week, be- so it was the Thursday before Thanksgiving, but the anniversary is tomorrow. So I guess this, uh, this is a very early huh. Thanksgiving. What is time? This- what is time really Damn. in the end? That's right. But yeah, it was so Thanksgiving that year was the twenty eighth. Oh, oh, that's a late ass Thanksgiving. Yeah. Late Giving. That you see what happens when you have a late Thanksgiving like that? People get cranky. <laughs> people, people die. Yeah, people die. <laughs> people get cranky and presidents get and they, killed. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to talk about that because it is the anniversary of the JFK assassination. And you know I love talking JFK assassination. We're gonna we're gonna take a look at the strange world of JFK assassination tourism. We might talk about X suing Media Matters for doing a story on them, <laughs> just like <laughs> doing reporting the facts about how many Nazis there are. All of that, plenty more. But before we get to any of it, we do like to ask our guests, Stephen, Lily, what is something from your Search history that's revealing about who you are. Oh, wow. That's a, okay. Really okay. Going deep. Take me out to dinner first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if this accounts as search history, but I went down a Wikipedia hole last night while I was trying to fall asleep. Yes. Okay. We'll allow it. I don't know how this happened, but it was like 3 a.m. and my boyfriend, yeah, that's right. My boyfriend was asleep <gasps> next to me. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he's snoring away and I was playing solitaire. It wasn't really working. I was like, what's going to what's going to calm down this crazy brain of mine? You know, what's going to uh, just too many I, thoughts. I ended up <laughs> on the Wikipedia page for K2, the second highest mountain in the world. I don't know if you all are familiar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a movie called K2, right? Uh, that's I mean, there's a ski brand called K2. So why wouldn't there be a movie? Okay, Yeah, I, yeah, I had no I just thought it was a ski brand. I had no idea it was a mountain. Yeah, wake up. <laughs> like my favorite movie, uh, Burton. I love that movie. Like, yeah. yeah, my movie, a favorite movie, Volcom, Burton and Vans. Yeah, if there was an there Oakley go. movie, I would watch. Hell yeah. Wraparound Shades. <laughs> yeah. The, the film franchise based around the wraparound. Oh, my shades. God. There's so, no that way that would be like Oscar winner. Movie. Yeah, that's that, a pure Oscar bait. They could Oakley. have that scene. Do you remember, Lily? So like, not to sort of like plug our podcast, but when we read Andre Agassi's book, he has a little anecdote he shares where at one point Oakley was one of his sponsors. And just as a congrats for him winning some tournament, they drove a truck arrives at his huge house and unloads off the truck as a Dodge Viper, brand new Dodge Viper. Wow. They were just like the Oakley of cars. Yeah, like, yes, true. Literally. <laughs> like, like, I think it's, it's wearing Oakley's. Maybe. It's, a, it's a wraparound car. <laughs> it's very horizontal and like curvy. Yeah, maybe anyway. they were like designed by the same person. By the way, there is a film, 1991's K2, The Ultimate High. Oh, that's what it says underneath it. Yeah. Anyway, it's the ultimate high because it's quite dangerous. Yes. And you know, that's what, that's what I hear. <laughs> you know, everyone and their mom summits Ever- Everest like every day. You know, there's practically yeah. once you get to the top, there's like a line to take yourself, and then you're on your way back down. But K2. It's insanely dangerous. Only 100 people have done it, like, or a couple hundred in the history of, you know, time. And there was this one, you know, horrible disaster in 2008 where I guess 11 people died over the course of two days. And I was just reading this harrowing story on Wikipedia. Sometimes the the reportage on Wikipedia is really quite breathtaking. Like, it's, you know, it's written like a really exciting novel or something. (laughs) 
Well, it's and written it, by the most passionate hobbyist on yes. earth, almost yes. always, right? Yeah. yeah. You go if you're editing a Wikipedia page, you care. You give a and, shit. Yeah. And so you're seeing that that sort of like beautiful nerdy dedication to a subject. But it was just really harrowing. And it and you know, there's all these like avalanches and ice falling and and people like tripping over wires and finding each other's bodies and then slipping and then dying and and then it's you know zero degrees and everyone's freezing to death and it just really made me not want to climb um, I also assume this didn't make you fall asleep. This would make me like stay up fearing yeah, being caught an avalanche. <laughs> Here's what was weird. It was just so calming. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it was reading about cold, you know, that kind of just lowers the heart rate. Burr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think for some reason I found it calming. And I wonder if it's reading about cold, you know, kind of lowers. Well, internal, warm in bed. Well, warm in bed kind of like lowers mm. your internal temperature and like slows down, you know, your whole system. Oh. That's a great. There might be a, a psychosomatic connection mm. there. And that's my <laughs> hot, or should I say, cold take. Damn. Damn. Yes. Of the burr. day. Burr. <laughs> burr. <laughs> Lily, what is, what is something from your search history? So, you know, I saw the email and I said, let's take a look. And I think this <laughs> truly does reveal my personality. Um, it was just so many searches on a guy my friend went on two dates with <laughs> where I'm just like looking at his Twitter feed, like looking at random photos, like an interview with him from like 2003. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think wow, I spent 2003. So this is yeah, like an old guy. He's a little bit. Maybe Ugh. 03 is a little far. I'm, I'm actually changing dates because I love privacy. It was for his middle. <laughs> I want to give the gossip, yeah. but I don't want to give this man's full age. But yeah, yeah, I'll go deep on a random man. I don't know. If on a you random, tell me yeah. you're going to go on one date with him. And does your friend know that you're doing the deep dive? Is this like yes. something you'll report back? Yeah, she was <laughs> like, this is his full name. <laughs> so I, you know, she she was giving me the deets. So and just I just like kind of the prof- last last four digits of his social, not the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. now I have, you know, cut to me yeah. like I'm on ancestry.com. I'm trying to figure out if I'm related to him. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's his PlayStation username, and then this is, I believe, a burner account. So you yeah, can I'm search like, that. Oh, I think it- he, yeah, he posted this on Reddit on his burner account. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What is something that you guys think is underrated? Mm, underrated. Mm, underrated. That's rare. <laughs> what is underrated? I mean, I just started watching Will and Grace again from like season one, but I, I don't feel like it's underrated. I don't it's think it's a, underrated. It's a pretty I popular, mean, successful pretty highly show. Rated show. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Um, you can start with overrated if that if that's if we want to work up to the underrated. Okay, I'll I have one for this kind of a, I guess this is underrated and kind of a mix. I do think my underrated, even though it's a really popular fast food chain of Popeyes, but I do think what's overrated is really like different expensive types of fried chicken, where I'm just like, I don't know how much better you can get for, you know, this. $34 at a fancy restaurant. Is it going to be better than Popeye's? Yeah. 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 They've kind of nailed it, haven't they? And the whole point of fried chicken is that it's like supposed to be the cheap. It's cheap. It's like, right. why make it nicer than it is? I do think 
Okay, I like I like the Popeyes, and it's so buttery, and there's a flakiness to the skin that's really exciting. I, when I get start getting into the bone territory in a Popeyes, I do mm. I feel like I start to see the quality deteriorate, and those bones do make me a little uncomfortable. And I think they can be they can be brittle. They can be colors mm. that don't feel super health forward. And when I'm looking <laughs> at a more <laughs> to quote the Marin Morris song, if the bones are good. Right. So you're saying if the bones are I'm not good. saying that the bones aren't so good. And it's kind of like wow. it's one of those things where you know how you can feed like raw chicken to a dog and it can eat it bones and all. Like I don't know if the raw chicken they're using at Popeyes is even is totally like doggable. I worry about those bones breaking and hurting my dog's trachea. Not that I would ever own a dog. That's what's overrated in my opinion as dogs. You got there. Dog ownership. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's that was the journey. Yeah. So you I'm just having do you want a sturdy bone in your uh, fried chicken? Or are you saying <laughs> when you, I want to, when I get to the bone, I want like a gorgeous a piece choke. of porcelain under there. Like uh, you want a I, gorgeous gleaming yeah. like, kind of, yes. Bone colored bone. I want a bone colored bone. Some, some sort of alabaster sculpture that I could mount on the wall. <laughs> right. You want like a cartoon bone, like the long and it's like yeah. a perfect skeleton. Yeah. I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be like such a massive femur, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it Andrew sounds did very pull Looney it tunes. out of his mouth with two hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How clean are your bones when you're done with fried chicken, by the way? I would say with wings, I'm cleaning yes. them hard. I take great, great pride in the cleanliness of my bones, that it's just just bone, no grizzle. Hell yeah. After a lifetime growing up as as a white uh, American where I was yeah. leaving so much grizzle on the bone and then my wife was like what the fuck are you doing this is allyship right here this is this is this is amazing she was like this is and I can't let you continue on like this and now we have clean bones and I take great pride and that's I definitely what marriage think, does yeah that's right it makes you a better person <laughs> And that also I'm feels like a dating, like, you know, 20 signs. Like, you know, a guy is going to be good in bed. They're like, go up for wings. <laughs> like, if he eats the whole wing, like, you know. Yeah. Like, he knows how to go down. Yes, ladies. Yes, ladies. <laughs> he knows how to please a woman. <laughs> My friend married a white guy, and she was sending us pictures of his plates from their honeymoon, complaining about how he didn't clean various uh, meats off oh. of various bones. Wow. And it oh could God. not have been a worse sign. I've never yeah. seen From the honeymoon? Oh, they're not making it. Huh. Yeah. Literally yeah. from Hawaii. <laughs> it was amazing. Sounds like he wasn't eating the chicken or her. Mm. Um, are they mm. still? I, I know. Assume, assume they're divorced? They're together <laughs> for now, but. Okay. It was, it was he was weird. updated. Yeah, we're keeping our eye on them. Yeah. I'm just going to post a picture from the honeymoon when it all goes bad and just say, we all knew this was going to go down. <laughs> right. <laughs> we could tell from the jump. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she'll appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they use it like in divorce court. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets, he's getting everything. Are you kidding? <laughs> I would say I'm, I'm probably definitely more in the white stereotype of not getting all to the gristle. You know, I feel like I get, I get the, I get the good parts, but yeah. then I also might like, you know, hand the, the rest of it to a friend, you know, to a hungry friend. That's right. Um, or a boyfriend. I'm not above I guess it. Being the yeah. hungry friend. You're yeah. so when I'm around, I'll clean. I I had a, a uh, I went to a, one of those Japanese joints where they, they give you the whole shrimp and, and the, the shrimp heads were like 
grilled hard enough and they brought a bowl for the shrimp heads and i was like no 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 we don't need that shit we're eating the heads we're all asian people here and all of my friends sold me out they're like actually i don't really so i had to eat like nine shrimp heads i thought i was gonna have like anaphylactic shock it was not good yeah you were like yeah literally like we are not pussies like we can do this and they're like no i would take the bowl and you're yeah. like, okay. That's so. crazy. I love shrimp heads. I love eating head on shrimp. Even when you're like not supposed to. I'll eat the whole damn head. Yes. With that's all the little antenna the... and the eyes and everything. They're makes so you good. smarter. Yes. As you... smart as a shrimp. That's what yeah. we say around yeah. these parts. Just <laughs> trying to be as smart as any given shrimp. You need their brain food. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate, whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier, Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. Thank you guys for for bearing with me during some audio, some glitchiness. Don't tell them. They don't know. They don't know. It sounds perfect from them. Just in case, just in case people can (laughs) can sense the strain in my voice. 
It's not your fault. That's right. And I swear this never happens. Anyways, uh, <laughs> all right. X is suing Media Matters for pointing out their uh, obvious Nazi problem. So, you know, Media Matters did an analysis that showed how ads from big big brands were popping up next to pro-Nazi posts, and it's like not. They're not subtle. The The pro-Nazi posts have gotten very unsubtle. Have you guys noticed that? They're like, what enlightenment looks like, what people think spiritual awakening is like versus what it's actually like. And it's like somebody doing yoga versus just like a picture of Hitler and like Hitler guys like and, and like brown shirts. They're like, that's that's your real spiritual enlightenment. It's. But anyways, that is right next to an Apple, <laughs> right next to an Apple ad, which <laughs> I feel like Apple can't be can't be thrilled about. So, you know, Media Matters reported they'd found at least five major brands with ads next to posts that tout tout Hitler <laughs> and his Nazi party on X. We're touting Hitler. <laughs> but Apple and IBM paused their ad spending on X as did companies like Disney, Paramount, Warner Brothers Discovery, probably not just because of the Media Matters article and probably also because Elon Musk's most recent posts have accused Jewish communities of pushing hatred against whites. So, you know, just reminding everyone what real anti-Semitism looks like. He's gone hard on that stuff. Yeah, it's it's really like how i mean you you i just assumed twitter used to be like the worst people on earth and it is actually truly amazing to see what actually the worst people can be yeah. yeah it's coming strong we thought it was like the worst it could be and there it turns out there was like a thousand people behind the scenes just like working day and night to keep, yeah. <laughs> to keep it as good as it was <laughs> and they just <laughs> fired all those people. So, yeah, this is now just a a slurry, a flood of garbage juice that you know, they were I, fighting their hardest to keep to hold back. I'm curious as to who has ever clicked on an ad on Twitter ever. I'm a little like <laughs> What, has that ever proved useful for any company to advertise on Twitter? Have you ever purchased something from an ad you saw on Twitter at any point in Twitter's history? I That's the only way I get anything is I just clicking through uh, Twitter ads and banner ads is how I find out about all my stuff and okay. all the free. I am the spam bot that's like accidentally being like, actually, yeah, I will click on this Pizza Hut ad to find out iPads. about stuffed crust. And then, like, instantly, from, I'm from, a message board from Twitter. <laughs> from Twitter, um, look, this is there was one time. This is just it only happened once. I was intrigued <laughs> what they were selling with the their D quote unquote, and this is an overrated Detroit style pizza. Yeah, and I was just curious what they were talking about, and yeah, so I clicked. Okay, and did I, you, I will say, as, did you as as buy as the pizza? No. I you learned to about learn it. About it. <laughs> so yeah. that con- so the conversion rate on that is zero. Still from, low from anecdotally no, right now. It's still though like learning about new fast food has to be one of Twitter's remaining uses. Is yeah. like oh fuck, yeah. they're putting you know they're making hamburgers at Del Taco for some reason. Yeah, I guess I'm compelled <laughs> to try it. 
But then aren't you seeing that? Like, isn't that like just some sort of viral video that you're seeing that's like a screen grab or some ad that someone else is posting and you're seeing it on Twitter versus yeah. like you're seeing a sponsor right. post for it? Because like that kind of for it. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of advertising, you know, it's like, you know, we I learn about a lot of television shows and movies that people are talking about because people talk about them on Twitter. That, you know, that's advertising for Netflix or whatever it is. Like, that's not gonna go away. Right. And yeah. and and I think that's still probably what these companies find most valuable at Twitter versus, you know, this ad for T-Mobile that no one's clicking on. Well, or maybe people are and I'm not clicking and I'm just being, you know, yeah. I'm, I've got my head in the sand and it actually get, is like get a valuable with it, place. Grandpa. Everyone's yeah. buying cell phone <laughs> service via a sponsored link. Yeah. The biggest like propaganda I've seen recently is I was watching a new Lifetime lesbian thriller st- starring Chriselle of Selling Sunset. And there was like crazy like like Israeli army propaganda that was also that then right after that played a bounty paper towel ad. <laughs> and I was like, this is kind of what I was not expecting from the ads of a Lifetime and, film. And, and not only that, but it worked. You signed it up worked. for the I IDF. Joined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you joined I, the IDF. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Bounty paper towel. Perfect for wiping up just anything. <laughs> anything. Need anything. Any cleanups. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Doesn't matter where they came from. <laughs> yeah, to your point, I've not heard I've not even heard of people really successfully like buying, you know, a, a product being advertised on Twitter and converting into a sale. And yet Apple's ad money alone totaled approximately $100 million in 2022. Yeah. Which, wow. So that's a a lot to be paused, to put on pause. They couldn't spend that on like making the phones work better? They don't want to make the phones work better. They want us to just keep on buying bad phones. No, yeah. I mean, but that's the kind of advertising, right? That's like, it's not like you you're supposed to like see the ad and buy it. You're just supposed to like have this pervasive sense that yeah. everyone's using an iPhone. You're just and supposed like, to know that Apple it controls your life and yeah, they're unavoidable. Right. It's just this and enjoy. It. Yeah. You know. I love my overlord. <laughs> mm. I mean, I guess um it makes me think how Steven's mother bought an electric Mustang because she hates Elon so much. Oh, yeah. right. She didn't yeah. want to buy a Tesla. <laughs> yeah no i mean once you know he's losing the boomer liberals he's losing apple he's he's gonna lose it all i mean i will say i don't think elon ever purchased twitter as like a financial it was always supposed to be like financially unprofitable, yeah. right and twitter has always been like not profitable right i mean i just feel like the whole point of twitter is it's like you know it's a public forum it's a place to talk it's like it's never gonna really make anyone a lot of money and yeah. he bought it as a vanity project and you know it remains it remains that way you know and it was but his already vanity f- project has like yeah. turned his brand and all of like so much of his wealth was based on his brand and he's just like fucking turned it so toxic and just shit all over it <laughs> right it's only helped him make him look like a 1980s movie creepy computer villain which is like yeah. his vibe <laughs> Yeah, but like not that smart. Usually, they those people were like magic and like smart and could solve everything with computers. And like he seems kind of like a fuck up at this point. Yeah. Did you guys even think about covering? Like, is that the sort of celebrity? Like, does he count as a celebrity? Would you cover the Walter Isaacson, Elon Musk book? 
Well, we only we we um we're a literary criticism pod, so we <laughs> um and we use books as a way to talk about the author. So if uh-huh. we did that book, we would th- if we did an episode on Walter Isaacson, we might do that book, mm, but we sure. wouldn't do. Okay. But it would have to be yeah, something we don't do Elon like wrote. Yeah, so we oh could maybe God. do we could maybe do a whole book on you know an episode on an Elon tweet or something or an Elon tweet thread that could be interesting that could count as a book. We could do his deposition. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait because eventually he's going to have a autobiography ghost written and it is going oh, to be sure. the most insane yeah. thing. So yeah. epic. Oh, yeah. Insane. Sorry. <laughs> what uh, is there a book that you guys reviewed where you were like, holy shit, like, Nancy Kerrigan is the great like literary voice of our time and we just didn't know we didn't realize it or is there somebody who like <laughs> was just un- unexpectedly a great writer or like just had like really poignant moments definitely wasn't Nancy Kerrigan <laughs> <laughs> I would not have I, expected that that book was I written will for nine say girls. you know a, a, a you know an underrated actress but a, a vulnerable great comedian is um the actress of Desperate Housewives, Terry Hatcher. Mm. Her book was so fun, so funny, so real, so vulnerable in a way that, you know, some celebrities aren't ready to write about themselves in that way. So Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna give it up to Terry Hatcher. Yeah, Terry Hatcher's was super revealing. I mean, I do tend to think some of the better books are just good because they have good ghostwriters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Andre like Andre Agassi's book and Prince Harry's book are both goes written by this guy, J.R. Moringer, who's a great writer. And it's like Prince Harry is a completely unsympathetic character, but the writing is it's it's occasionally oh. quite gripping, you know. Really well done, yeah. Yeah. Did you read the New Yorker article by him about writing the Prince Harry book? I wanna say I did. And then it was yeah, and it let's was all like pretend you did. It's really yeah, good. it was a while back. <laughs> Wait, at this point, do, does that mean y'all have like a like a list of your favorite ghostwriters? I mean, kind of. I guess. I mean, I usually the ghostwriter is not that prominent. I mean, you know, the whole, <laughs> uh, you know, emphasis on ghost. Sure, sure. Well, because there's, I feel like, two schools. There's the memoir that will be like, you know, someone with like Louisa son, and you're like Ooh. okay and they're putting the ghostwriter out there or it will just be like Demi Moore but it turns out the Demi Moore book was by right. I'm blanking on her name Ariel Levy yeah Ariel Levy and oh. that book was like so well written my favorite ghostwriter was we did Demi Lovato's mother's memoir and <laughs> hers was so ghostwritten by this woman and I went to her website and like all of her other credits were just from like a local interior design magazine in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah, yeah it's that's like, the get dream. That gig. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. shot for the moon on that one. I'm Never stopped trying. And, yeah. <laughs> and she was really good. She was uh, no, but I just loved her, her <laughs> yeah. resume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her friend from down yeah. the street who was like, yeah. I mean, that book was insane because the whole time you're reading it, you're just like, this is Demi Lovato's mom. <laughs> and you're, and just like every page, you're like, okay, so you really thought like, like we needed to know this, like what it was like <laughs> raising the other daughters. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Other Lovato. <laughs> yeah. <the> other Lovato. <laughs> she focuses mainly on that yeah there's a there's a whole handful (laughs) but overall do you guys have your do you have your favorite 
just book in general, like the one that you recommend to people when they're like, okay, you're, this is what your podcast is about. Like, what's the one that I should read that like nobody. Well, ideally you would listen to the podcast and then you wouldn't have to read anything. Right. There you go. Hold on. Uh, I'm intrigued by not reading. You know, that's, (laughs) that's what we really try to impart to our listeners. Stop spending money at Barnes and Noble. Cut up your Barnes and Noble card, okay? All you gotta do is <laughs> the listen interest to our rate podcast. on Barnes and Noble credit cards are crazy. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> it's like thirty percent. They're nickel and diming you over there. Barnes and Noble are like nickel and dime. Yeah, it's awful. But I would say I, I, my favorite books are I, I tend to like either the ones that are super sassy and have a ton of like tea and dirt in them. So I always say Janice Dickinson is a real fun one for that. You know, there's just tons of drugs and sex and celebrities and. You know, she's stealing a car from the Pope and then like fucking Antonio ben- <laughs> or like Liam Neeson on a beach. And she is telling you how big his dick is. Like, yeah. that's pretty big, really right? fun. Oh, it, it, she Huge. describes it as an, an Evian bottle. Wow. Which oh. is something I will never stop thinking about. Like the teardrop one? Like it maybe it. Oh wow! Oh, no, yeah. it's very weird, weirdly shaped. Also, yeah, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> the teardrop and yeah. troubling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also in that category, we put Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, who has a self-published yes. memoir, which is just incredible. And it's just, again, it's just he's always like blowing an eight ball of coke while he's being chased by the cops, and then like almost getting murdered in Mexico before he's down forty thousand dollars in Vegas, and then like. Like doing crack for a week and never leaving a house. Like it's really yeah. insane. And oh. that one feels very un. I feel like my favorites are the ones that really both those like don't feel ghost written. It feels like um, my favorite scene from a film is um, the nineteen fifty six film Auntie <laughs> Mame with Rosalind mm. Russell, and it's like. Mm about this fabulous woman and she finally like her son like hires like a secretary to write her memoirs and it's just her walking around her huge apartment as like a nerdy woman types and like that <laughs> is how i feel like my favorite books get written uh, a rich person walking around talking as someone yeah. Yeah. It down. <laughs> just yeah. like scribbling it down <laughs> yeah. busily yeah that's exactly right busy. Like the best celebrity memoirs are essentially like the the ghostwriter is more of a copy editor slash slight organizer of whatever is coming out of their mouth. Who's afraid for their life kind of the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like there's some some severe Sunset Boulevard uh, vibes involved. Yes. Where they're like, this person might kill me at the end of this. (laughs) And that's how you know it's a good celebrity memoir. Amazing. There's also the ones I'll say where just the person it's themselves is a writer. And so then those are good. Like Nora Ephron or like Tina Brown, where it's just like, oh, they're just like a fabulous New York lady who has like, right. who just has an arch turn of phrase. And they're, right. you know, just been saving just up these burns for like 40 years. <laughs> exactly. Like using them at cocktail parties. And yeah. Now they're like. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Tina great. Brown will just be like, Kissinger looked terrible. <laughs> she wrote that on a napkin like you know yeah. that she found in like yeah. an old desk and she's like yeah. exactly right i forgot about this kissinger yeah. looked terrible <laughs> kissinger looked terrible amazing can picture kissinger in the mirror before he leaves yeah, yeah. yeah. before he leaves just being like i look like shit damn it <laughs> Yeah. Have to go bomb a country now. <laughs> they didn't moisturize back then. They didn't know about too real, too real. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about JFK. Oh, great. Okay. We'll be right back. 
happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And today is, of course, the 60th anniversary of the JFK assassination. I'm sure you you guys knew that. You've been preparing. Yeah. And you have your little party mm-hmm. <laughs> scheduled. I have a, I have but, a pinata that you shoot, actually. I don't know what you guys do. <laughs> yeah. I'm renting um, a Cadillac tonight <laughs> to do yeah. a, a drive throughout my neighborhood. Steven's going to shoot me. I'm going to shoot you. I'm making my famous pillbox hat pie for Thanksgiving. <laughs> a little pink. Yeah. I love it. Pie. I just sit in the upper window and throw firecrackers out of it so that, <laughs> you know, oh. people get scared. Um, thank God we're talking about JFK just as a, a mass hole, you know. Oh, yeah. I could just talk about We him love JFK. We love JFK. Our we only president. First Catholic president. <laughs> That's right. Praise be. So I hear it's not safe in Dallas for Catholics, uh, according to that Hold Steady lyric. But yeah, so there's a lot of events going on in Dallas to commemorate it. And they're kind of like there's so, so the movie theater where Lee Harvey Oswald was captured will be playing the actual double feature that was playing when he snuck into the theater. Whoa. Oh. I'm like literally booking tickets. This sounds so fun. That's <laughs> Yeah, I that haven't been fun. to that theater before. I really was like visiting a friend in Dallas and like we we're like, fuck it, let's go see a movie. And then she was like, we like get in. She's like, you know, this is where uh, Lee Harvey Oswald hung out. And we watched yeah. Paris Dispatch and it was only OK. Paris Dispatch. I don't even know that one. 
Or is that but, the the uh, Wes Anderson? What was it not, what's it fucking called? Oh, uh, the French Dispatch. French Dispatch. Yes, my bad. Yeah, they didn't That's get so specific. And that's actually Wes Anderson films were playing when JFK died. I know. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Dallas? Like, have you ever been to Dealey Plaza? Or no. Like the, no. I feel like the, so, Like I have not yeah, been to Dallas, but I feel like yet yeah, growing up in mass, like you can't, you know, turn right, left without some... Oh. JFK-ness, you know, thrift stores or, you know, people talking about when he died or, like, plates with his face on it. Like, it's a... Plates from JF- the thrift store. Yeah, right. it's like JFK is deep. <laughs> yeah. And the culture, and it works. I mean, he's one of my style icons, and I feel like I've always <laughs> been, like, obsessed with, like, you know, him and Sinatra and Marilyn Monroe and how, like, what cool guys they all were. But what about the yeah. death, Lily? Did that fascinate you in the same way? The death. The well, I, no, okay, so it's, it's so Harvey interesting Oswald, you asked me that. Jack Ruby, you know, it was quite a tumultuous time <laughs> for America time. in the 60s. I wanted to, this is very me, I was like, as a kid, like a kind of 13-year-old, I was like, I want to get into conspiracy JFK stuff. Mm. And that, that was like on my list of to-dos as a teen. But mm. I never fully kind of went there. But I was like, this is mm. something I could have fun with. Mm. Never yeah. too late. It's true. I think that In is fact, more of an older activity. Oh, that's yes. And I guess if this is like, if you're going to get into conspiracies now, this is like quaint at this point. Right. It's such a yeah. retro, like, oh, what a cute conspiracy. Yeah. 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 There's so many more places you could go. Like Dallas has a weird weird relationship to it like i don't know when when kennedy was like traveling to dallas people were like this is dangerous people in dallas fucking hate this guy like it's he better be careful like before it was like it was not seen as like a safe move and then like the museum the person who owned the book depository like took the window that lee harvey oswald shot him from out of the side of the book depository and and put it in his house. Yeah. And put mm-hmm. it in his house as like a trophy. Like yeah. for years. You know? Fame. He didn't install like, yeah, just like on a table window. <laughs> yeah. That I don't know if he like had it installed design. or like how he how he had it, but yeah, it was like a thing that he was like, Yeah, we did it, guys. <laughs> and I don't know. There's a good book about the Bush family that talks about how like George H.W. Bush was in Dallas at the time and was like one of the first people the CIA called like after he was assassinated. But he was not like actually a CIA agent. He was not like nominally a CIA agent at that time. That's the only huh. CIA connection that George H.W. Bush had before they made him the head of the CIA. Like, in, oh. So it's like very people were like, wait, why is he becoming the head of the CIA he has nothing to do with the CIA. And they're like, nothing that you know of uh, to do with the CIA. But he was literally the first person we called when Kennedy was assassinated. And there's just like all, you know, and that's that's Bush country down there in Texas. And so, and so what the theory like is that weird is that they did that they called him and they were like, we did it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And he's just like, they just oh, called thank him and you. said, way to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice shot. Nice shot. Nice shot. H. Yeah. 
how like the 20th yeah. century is just some Hatfield and McCoy's shit. And when you go to this level, it's just like a, right. like family feuds. Yeah. I know. It's like, we don't yeah. have, no one gets like, you know, classically assassinated anymore. Like they used to. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, people know, always say we live in a crazy time and it's like, honey, let me tell you about a little decade called the 60s. OK, <laughs> political leaders are getting assassinated left and right. And and we miss that like we miss kidnapping. Is that right? Lily? No, it's, yes. Yeah, it's kidnapping. It's, you know, it's everyone's you, you. It's when men wore hats to assassinate, you know, thank you <laughs> dressed mm. up. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, and Jack Ruby wore a hat when he shot Lee Harvey Oswald, wasn't he? And now I'm just making, this is apocryphal, but I, I, it could be true. If he wasn't wearing a hat when he assassinated him, he had just taken it off. Exactly. Because yes. a woman was there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, please. Good day. <laughs> Good day to you. Good day. And then hand. under the hat is a yeah. little, is a little gun, maybe? That would be nice. Hello. <laughs> I do think that, you know, I guess, I mean, the hot take is people love celebrity and that's a famous thing that happens. So they'll be obsessed with it forever. I mean, how many times was there like a huge prominent assassination, like at a, at a public place that we can all go to? <laughs> and like, <laughs> like there's that great Erica Badu music video where she's walking naked through Dallas and she's taking off all her clothes. Window yes. seat is the song. And then oh. she gets right to the point where JFK was assassinated and she is now completely nude. And she, her back wow. is facing the camera the whole time. It's like all one shot. But it's, yeah, it's beautiful. That is art. It's art. It just, it literally is art. Yeah. The pictures That's- that the families take in a, like, replica, like, <laughs> there's there's a activity, a family activity you can do where you drive around in a Lincoln convertible and recreate the final moments of Kennedy's life. And there's, like, all these pictures of, like, families just, like, what cheesing and, like, looking back behind, like, where towards where the shots came from, like, smiling. There's, like, <laughs> one with, like, a five-year-old girl, like, sitting in the Kennedy spot. <laughs> it's like, what the that's fuck some, is wrong? That's some dirty rock shit. That's fine. I, I mean... Listen, I don't think anyone should kill any members of their family, but if you're gonna, this would <laughs> right. be one of the funnier ways to have That'd it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> you, yes. you assassinate grandma while she's riding the back of this JFK experience. <laughs> yeah. like, it would be experience. so weird. It'd be so hard to explain to people. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. When are we that g- does feel what you were saying, though, very like Dallas, where I feel like it's much more like a Dallas to recreate, like, yeah, like kind of this crazy cowboy shoot 'em up scenario. Whereas Massachusetts mm. is just like, let's praise, think of him on a boat. Yeah. Like, no one's driving around in that car. Well, like, he wasn't, no one's doing he wasn't assassinated in Massachusetts. I know, so but I'm saying be, no one's w- wanting to kind of even really at a museum have that experience go on. No, it does imply a somewhat of a disrespect for the dead. Yeah, which mm. we do not do in Massachusetts. I'm I sorry. Don't... I Raise wonder a glass. if in, uh, do you think in 50 years we'll be doing like a 9-11 experiences where you can get in a plane <laughs> that, <laughs> right. does, that just does a flyby of ground zero? <sighs> they have an X on the ground where he was when he was shot and tourists like run out to the X and like give a little thumbs up while like standing next to the X and holding up traffic, presumably. Oh, my God. So that's cool. Wow. <laughs> and classy. And a good classy. way to real classy honor. stuff. Yeah, Dallas is a weird, weird city. I will, I will just say the 
like food was not kind of as like Texas amazing as I'd hoped. Shots I, fired. I was I was really hoping for some you know big I don't know brisket or whatever the fuck they're supposed to do down there. It was fine, but you weren't impressed yeah. did you, by the BBQ. Not- I was more impressed by uh, Whataburger, which admittedly is amazing and will fucking kill you so fast. But it was very good. <laughs> what is that one of those where it's like a smash burger where it's like flat or is it like really large? I'm, it, it was kind of normal, but it was just like so. They must put butter on it or something. It's, yeah. it's like, it, you know, just Taste- fast food burger. I got I ate one in a rental car like one second out of the airport and it was so good. That's such a beautiful experience. Rental car, yeah, regional just fast food, grease all over like the objection. fucking like, steering wheel. It's not <laughs> yeah. my car, yeah, not your care. car. <laughs> I just for the record, I would also do that in my car, but <laughs> right, you're like, oh no, my car is a sanctuary. <laughs> your your Elantra is just a greased up hog. <laughs> That's right. That's what I call it. <laughs> well, I wasn't planning a trip to Dallas, but this honestly. <laughs> Sounds kind of insane. So I might now. We need kind of to do the JFK assassination experience. <laughs> There's like yeah. a little cottage industry of like little conspiracy theorists. Like they, you, there, there are people who want to talk to you about the JFK assassination, just like kind of roaming the streets around where it happened. The museum runs a gallery and event space on the seventh floor, but they like try and keep it classy. They're like not available for weddings or bar and bat mitzvah celebrations. <laughs> And guests oh, are asked wait. not to bring food or drinks downstairs to the assassination exhibition. Sorry, <laughs> so wait, classic. There's a there's like in the sixth floor of the book depository. Yes, where Oswald allegedly shot from. You know, every <laughs> everybody has a price. I bet for a few mil you could get a wedding in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like all things, the key is just don't tell them yes. you're having a wedding. Just yeah. kind of do it. Ask for forgiveness, I... not permission. I'm go. having. They didn't say retirement party. I'm having a yeah. retirement party <laughs> where JFK go. was assassinated. I'm already wanting the bur- the merch. I rode the car that JFK was assassinated, <laughs> and all I got was this right. T-shirt. Like, I what a- banquet is it appropriate <laughs> to be like? This is where they shot his ass from. Like, I yeah. guess like a Republican convention yeah. or of any, some sort. Any Republican thing or... is probably pretty good down there. I'm surprised yeah. they don't have a thing where you can like. Um, like target shoot down to the X from the book depository. Oh yeah. Um, oh, like see if you can get the shot. Yeah, that would be the most Texas thing possible. <laughs> yeah. It's just like here's your gun. Here's one bullet. I guess three bullets. Right. I don't remember how many bullets it was. And it's carnival. They're like three shot. shots for five dollars. Three shots yep. for five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you win a Seems big like... JFK like stuffed animal. <laughs> 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 it's it's like it's like a normal if you if you get the shot you get the like head blown off one and if you don't you right. just get a normal <laughs> you just get him like kind of holding his neck it's like, yeah it's like, a, like a new world order pin i don't know what they thought was happening <laughs> i i need to be educated by these people years ago i read the book called reclaiming history by vincent bugliosi who also wrote helter skelter about the manson murders but it's an ex- oh, yeah. it's ex- it's a door stopper. It's an extremely thick tome, but he basically debunks every possible conspiracy theory about the JFK assassination. And it did kind of convince me. And I was kind of like, okay, well, he spent you spent a long time researching this. I guess it was yeah. just, it was just Lee. At, at the it would be so boboring to write floor. that book if it weren't true. Like, imagine right. making a boring thing that was fake. Come on, yeah, yeah. 
there's a book called Mortal Error, The Shot That Killed JFK by Bonner Menninger that I highly recommend. It's the it's the one that I find it's the conspiracy theory I find most convincing. And it's the one where the first shot came from Oswald and then the second shot came from a Secret Service agent freaking out <laughs> and like accidentally. Oh, oh I think that's from the one them. that I in my buy. early yeah. research I believed in. Yeah, because you're you're just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so much can always be be chalked up to human error and incompetence. You know, so many world events are just incompetence. Yeah, they basically stopped. Yeah, it was a big it was a big time whoopsie. But that's why the shots like look different. The first one just like passed through them cleanly because it came from Oswald's gun. And then the second one came from like one of these like CIA you know, uh, Secret Service, rather, like M14s that have, like, the rounds that are spinning so fast, they just, like, destroy whatever they hit. And so, that's... We play Fortnite, we know. We all know what you're talking about. We all know what happened. Yeah. All of duty. Do you guys think you have what it takes to be a Secret Service agent? No. I I get so distracted by boredom. Like, I (laughs) I would need to be able to be listening to podcasts, which I don't think you're allowed to do. Well, they have the your pieces always, so I'm sure They would be so mad if they found out I was listening to your podcast while I was supposed to be protecting (laughs) the president. Oh, shit. (laughs) And and I would, like, laugh, and they'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're like, like, I don't know. Ryan. Biden said something hilarious. That's <laughs> what's going goes, on. And they're just like, I don't know if I buy that, babe. <laughs> yeah. No, because I think so much of it is waiting around. Yeah. Yes. In in that the main job, according to popular media, is getting shot. I guess I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you think oh. you take a bullet like a champ? You're in for that. You know? I, I'm not like enthusiastic about it, but I could do it. Something right. I've never understood about the whole like you know, hypothetical of taking a bullet for the principal, for the for the person you're guarding, as I'm kind of like, if you have time to jump in front of the bullet, yeah. just push him out of the way. Do we not have time for, yeah, to push him out of the way? It just seems like, what's going on here? A yeah. It seems like they want you to take the bullet more than yeah. Ed, like yeah. actually doing yeah. your job. It's a power trip. The president just wants to like, yeah. Yeah. Just to know that somebody's willing to do that for him. <laughs> Presidents are needy, you guys. That's yeah. one thing that we've all learned, right? Yeah. How about you guys? Do you think you'd you'd be able to do it? Oh, God no. Be boring. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying I'd be good at it, but honestly, like I think I could just like walk around and like wear a yeah. suit and then like run slowly <laughs> no that, like they're always that. like not keeping up and everything and like that part right. you would nail yeah. that like that kind of jog in a suit and then just stopping <laughs> i think yeah and would... then like talking to your peers i'm being like okay duke is one of our codes where it'd be like duke to the left <laughs> <laughs> that would be I, I... fun like it was fun when people are entering and exiting buildings that it part is great, but oh. all the rest of it is just like, yeah, I don't know. Wait, I, I, and are you, you talking about like, like peering outside the building, like stick your head out, peer both ways, and then report clear? Yeah, yeah, I'd be That'd doing be a cool. lot. Of, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Left, like, right, uh, sunglasses, yeah, clear. And then Duke is entering Olive Garden. You know, like that's fun. <laughs> I think not that I could do it well, but I could do any job that requires carrying a gun as well as most people who do that job. Yeah. Because they mostly do it incredibly badly. Exactly. And I could, so I could like definitely could do, do that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just wouldn't use the gun. 
So yeah. that's better. I than totally what agree. But yeah, like all <laughs> cops are they're bad at it, and like they're all like lazy and weird. And I feel like I was at the arcade recently, and I I um I got the top score on a shooting game in the whole. Oh fuck yeah! On the machine. Okay. Like on the machine, and I was like, "Oh, actually, wow. I'm in, I've insanely yeah. accurate, like, yes, shooting." Touch to them like getting prospective CIA members from arcades. They yeah. tap you. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> I could also you could wear those sunglasses they sell at party stores that have mirrors on the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love those. So you can ra- see. Oh, you. not the wraparound. Yeah. yeah. No. Real oh the viper of, Wait. Uh, of sunglasses. Yeah. Wrap around Oakley's mirrored Oakley's though, so it's like yeah. a three sixty behind your head. View. You see it, directly behind you. Yeah. It's like yeah. an IMAX screen that you're inside <laughs> of. <laughs> All right. Well, Stephen and Lily, it's been such a pleasure having you guys on the Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people find you? Follow you? All that good stuff. Oh God, it's been a pleasure to be on here talking about um, JFK, my favorite subject. Um, well, you can follow <laughs> our podcast and listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Celebrity Book Club with Stephen and Lily, and we're on Instagram at or CBC. wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, Stitcher, <laughs> we are fellow um, I Heart Canopy, Sisters Harmony, with um, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, and when you Google, just make sure you look for Celebrity Book Club with Stephen and Lily. That's crucial. There's there are other others. celebrity book clubs? Yeah. Get them Ooh, out of here. Those Ooh. are the bad ones. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> you said it, You not said us. it, not us. <laughs> and follow us on X and yeah. Twitter. Um, <laughs> the pod. If you're a Nazi, follow, yeah. follow them on X. Re- re-X us, please. Is there a work of media that you guys have been enjoying besides your own podcast? I just started... This probably doesn't need any more advertisement, but I just started the Nathan Fielder Emma Stone show and oh, I'm obsessed with it. Wait, I just started the that curse. too. I just, wait, oh I just watched the first episode. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. It's so good. It's They play like haunted HGTV hosts. Yeah. How are you guys watching that? Are you like got Paramount Plus? Is that... My girlfriend subscribes to Showtime so she okay. can watch the Nixium doc and now... You know, classic, you never unsubscribe to stuff. Hey, so no. now I'm benefiting yeah. by watching I, this. I'm watching it yeah. on Hulu, my boyfriend's friend's Hulu. And I guess they're, they have the Showtime kind of add-on. I don't know who paid for it or when, but <laughs> I'm making use of it. Presumably someone has. And that's why the TV industry is doing fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Just one person with a subscription to every service. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Andrew, where can people find you? What's the work of media you've been enjoying? Um, yeah, just Yo Is This Racist is my podcast, my normal podcast. And I also recently, I guess there will be uh, this episode will be the final episode of uh, my friend Cody Ziegler and I did a mini series for Earwolf Presents called, they shouldn't have let us name it, the, name it this, but it is called do you understand the words that are coming out of our mouths? A series where we watch the Rush Hour movies. And it <laughs> oh was, they shouldn't have let us, they shouldn't have let us do that. And a piece of media, um, this is going to be a movie that a friend of mine made that is going to be out in, uh, I believe, release stateside, oh, I want to say in December ish at Alamo Draft Houses, I believe, called Raging Grace. It won South by Southwest recently, and it's really good. It's like a kind of a, thriller about an undocumented Filipina lady in London that is 
you know, it's an indie, but it is fucking harrowing and pretty rad. Nice. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Tweet I've been enjoying. Carter Hambly tweeted, I hate how quietly iPhones die at 5%. It should start verbally begging for its life. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song we think you might enjoy. Super producer Justin, is there a song that you think people should go check out? Yeah, if you want to feel like you're drifting away next to an African waterfall while you're cooking your entrees or whipping up them sides this holiday season, uh, throw on this track called Blue Nile by Mulatu Astatke, the legendary Ethiopian composer, jazz musician, multi-instrumentalist. This also features the heliocentrics, and it's just a really nice, mellow, trippy, fun, psychedelic vibe. So yeah, this is Blue Nile by Mulatu Astatke and the Heliocentrics, and you can find that song in the footnotes. Footnotes, the Daily Zeitgeist, the production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning, back this afternoon, to tell you what is trending. We will talk to you all then. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.